I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hi friends, welcome to Finding the Floor. This is episode 118, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about another gift we can give ourselves and others this Christmas, and it is the gift of letting go of expectations for this Christmas season. So, I feel like this is super important, and it was interesting how... I had kind of one idea for this podcast and then letting go of expectations kind of came as a combination of two different things. So first of all, here we are, we're in week, I guess the first full week of December and what have you not done yet? (laughs) Is your tree up? My tree is up, but not decorated as of recording right now. Hopefully by the end of the week, I'll get it decorated. But I think sometimes we have these ideas of like how things need to look before we can begin celebrating or even like Christmas isn't happening unless this happens or this happens. And so I just think it's kind of interesting. So where are you in your um, Christmas I haven't done yet list and maybe by the end of that you can let some of that stuff go. Okay so I was thinking lately about some of my favorite Christmas movies like how many of you have like a favorite movie you watch every year probably It's a Wonderful Life is on you know one of the top 10 lists but I love also While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock We like watching Home Alone with our kids, and we also love watching The Muppets Christmas Carol. I don't know, that one is just the best. And then when Nate and I are wrapping presents, we usually try to find a really cheesy either Hallmark holiday movie or just some other cute holiday kind of on the super cheese side of, you know, Christmas celebration. And I've also tried to get my kids to watch one really kind of super cheesy Christmas movie. But in all those Christmas movies, there are all these like ideas of what Christmas should look like and what how families should function at Christmas. Or you see certain characters like in While You Were Sleeping, you know, she doesn't have a family and so she just sometimes wishes her Christmas was different because... You know, her parents have died and she's the only one left in her family. And, you know, just like thinking about maybe I have to have some really special moment happen at Christmas time or do really some special service project. And if I don't, then maybe I'm not really treating Christmas in the right way. I think there's just so much pressure sometimes that we have to like 
let's make it just right. If we don't, then what's going to happen? Like our kids can even know how important it is. Like, I don't know. And so this week, as a gift to ourselves, and also I think as a way to also let go of how you expect other people to be, so that's a gift to others is just letting go of all of those expectations. So I was trying to find a way to like make this make sense. And as I was looking for some ideas, because originally my thought was like the title of this or the topic was going to be to kind of let just people be who they are. And it sort of morphed into more about letting go of expectations. But part of letting people be who they are is you have to let go of what some people call or what I've mentioned before in Actually, I have an episode 24 called Expectations and what I learned from Dantel Nelson. And in that, I talk about what Jody Moore calls the husband's manual. And she kind of talks about how we sometimes grow up with all these ideas of how our spouse is supposed to behave by whether things that our parents did or kind of seeing on TV or even encounters with other people's parents, you know, we just kind of build this idea of this, how our quote unquote spouse needs to behave. And part of that is like letting go of this manual. So I'm going to read a little bit of what I shared back in that episode. And I really do think that episode is really great. So if you haven't listened to episode 24, just about letting go of expectations, especially with your spouse, I think it's super helpful. Go back when you have time, even over the holidays and listen to that. Okay, but here is what she said, and this is kind of an older blog post, but she says, as soon as we tie our happiness to someone else's behavior, we have rendered ourselves powerless. That's essentially what we're doing when we have a manual for someone. This concept of the manual is one area many of my clients and I work on, and it takes time to fully embrace When I first introduced it, some people feel defensive like, oh, so you're telling me I shouldn't expect anything from him? They think I'm I'm taking something away from them. Once they recognize that what I'm doing is actually giving them all of their power back by helping them release their manuals, they come alive and their husbands don't have to do anything differently. Ironically enough, once my client makes this shift, she's often blown away at how her husband changes, wink, wink. Now, how does that relate to the holidays? How many of us have this manual of how the holidays need to look and how our families need to behave during the holidays? We have this idea of what a perfect holiday kind of looks like, and it grows bigger and different every year because we hear stories and we hear, I mean, I was just thinking about the great story that we hear just this past Sunday in the Christmas devotional about Sister Corden's father, who was so grateful to get a train, but then because of financially, um, the times and everything that the next Christmas, he was asked to give this beloved train to his brother and what that sacrifice meant. And it is a wonderful and great story. I don't want to say that we don't want to hear these types of stories, And I really do think that they are wonderful and great because sometimes we do have to learn how to sacrifice. But I want you just to remember that even if you don't have a story like that in your family 
or in your Christmas celebration that year, that doesn't mean you can't also have a wonderful Christmas. I remember the first Christmas we had with our kids when one of them started crying after getting a gift. It wasn't the gift that they wanted. And I think the years after that, you know, I would talk to my parents on Christmas and like, how was your Christmas? And I would say something like, oh, you know what? No one cried this year, so it was a good one. Or everybody was happy with what they got, so it's a good Christmas. And then I was thinking, wow, that that idea of it can only be a good Christmas if people react in a good way or react in the manual way. Again, that is kind of like I'm giving away my power to enjoy Christmas. So instead, why don't I just say, you know what? I did my best to make a great Christmas. I actually bought presents <laughs> for my family. I had, uh, you know, we even maybe made cookies or we did all these different types of events. And I did my best to try to bring the spirit of Christmas and the love that Christ has for us into Christmas this year. And because I did my best, however anyone else takes it, that's okay. I can still enjoy it because I know that I did my best to try to make the most of Christmas this year. So for instance, I've already messed up on what I was hoping to have during this Christmas. I haven't really ever been really good at doing an advent calendar with my kids. I usually get off a day and then we're like catching up for three or four days. So I was like, this year it's going to be different. I want to do something either with the names of Christ or different scriptures. And then we traveled for Thanksgiving and we drove this year and it was like, it was a short amount of time and I was surprised at how like exhausted I was or maybe not really surprised, but sometimes I don't realize I need to give myself a little more time to recover. And so I wasn't ready on December 1st. Plus, that's also my daughter's birthday. And so I think about that more than I do about, okay, we need to start the Advent. So it is now, you know, when this comes out, I think December 9th, And I think I've done maybe one night of Advent. And I think I'm just going to do my best to try to do what I can. And depending on our schedule, we'll just do our best. And it's okay to catch up. And it's okay for it to not perfect. And maybe even I'll just do the 12 days before Christmas because that might work out better. And even that, I think I just need to be, even if some things don't happen, the way I'd hoped, part of it because I didn't plan as well and part of it because I didn't realize how tired I would be. I think it's all okay. I can still feel joy at Christmas time because there's just so much out there that you could do. I mean, I honestly love looking at Pinterest for holiday ideas. I love, you know, the whole light the world thing, but sometimes it's like, what if I didn't do anything to help anyone today? Ah, But I think that we need to maybe just let go of all those things and just say, what are some things I can do today that will help me remember the Savior at this time of Christmas? One thing I really liked at the end of that Jody Moore's blog post about the husband manual was this statement. She said, 
The church lady in me has to point out that to truly meet your own needs, you only need the abilities your own divine spirit already possesses, coupled with the infinite grace provided by the atonement of Christ. That's it. Your husband doesn't have to do anything different for you to feel deep joy and happiness. And what if it's true that we don't always have to have a perfect advent calendar or a perfect party where everyone gets along or a perfect Christmas morning where there's no crying kids? We can still feel deep joy and happiness because coupled with the infinite grace and provided by the atonement of Jesus Christ, we are focused on that. I thought, well, maybe there's a couple things that you could do that might help you as you reassess what you want to do this year. And I read this one article um, from Focus on the Family about letting go of holiday expectations. And this mom suggested that each year you do a holiday tradition audit and you figure out what things your kids like to do and what they don't like to do and what's important to them and focus on those things especially as your family kind of changes from smaller kids to then teenagers. And then you sometimes will have a mix of teenagers and like older kids. Like there's probably a lot of changes that happen and that maybe we're scrambling to keep a tradition that no one really, I mean, they might care about, but it's not like one of their favorites. And I thought that was a really good idea of just doing an audit. When COVID started and we couldn't get together with our families as much, I think that also helped us really rethink of what was the most important things in our holiday expectations. But then I was reminded of a talk given by Patrick Kieran in 2019 at the First Presidency Devotional. Pretty much in his talk, he was talking about dropping expectations. And he said, The expectations we impose on ourselves actually take away from the joy of the season rather than magnify it. Like sometimes do our expectations we put on the holiday actually take away from the joy of the season. So then he goes on to say, we must be careful not to be so busy and tired from trying to do too much that we miss the focus of the season and are unable to figuratively kneel at the manger worship the newborn king, and bring our own personal gift to him. And then he goes on to quote President Russell M. Nelson. He says, Joy has little to do with circumstances and everything to do with the focus of our lives. When the focus of our lives is on God's plan of salvation and Jesus Christ and his gospel, we can feel joy regardless of what is happening or not happening in our lives. What are your hopes for this Christmas season? What are your sincere desires for yourself, your loved ones, as you gather together for the most holy of holy days? That ends a quote by President Kieran. So I think it's so good to think about, are we really thinking more about how we worship our Savior? And I think, are we getting to the point where we are taking time to really think about the Savior? And that can really be done at any time. You could be in the car thinking about the Savior, not only in his birth, we also need to think about his life and his atonement because we wouldn't be celebrating his birth if that didn't happen. And then we can also just be grateful for when our families get together and there's an issue we have with a mother-in-law or a sister-in-law or a niece or nephew and they don't behave how we hoped Maybe we can just let them 
just drop any expectations we have for a perfect family gathering because really that's just a circumstance for us and we can focus on the Savior no matter what is happening. And I think I've never really thought about that quote by President Nelson in relation to Christmas, but how much does that really stay true? That it doesn't really matter if we're having a perfectly staged Christmas and every decoration is put together right on time or that we have perfectly decorated cookies or our presents are great or whatever. There's so many things that we get caught up in that can lead us away from thinking about our Savior and his willingness to come into this world so that he could die for us so that we could all live with our Heavenly Father again. It is such a wonderful gift. So For the gift that we can give ourselves and to others this week, I am going to challenge you to rethink, maybe make an audit of your traditions if you think that's necessary, but also maybe let go of your expectations and let whatever happens at Christmas know that you're just doing your best, even if your best doesn't always work out exactly as you hoped. I think for me, also letting go of expectations also provides the opportunity for me to really think, well, what do I want to do this Christmas? What do I want to do? Not what am I expected to do or what are the cool holiday traditions? What do I want to do as a way to worship the Savior this Christmas? Okay, you guys, I hope this helps. And I hope that maybe just even dropping a little bit of your expectations will help you know that as long as you do your best and you can focus on Christ, you can still find joy in this wonderful season. And thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay, bye. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com, where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 